Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blog Talk Radio. You might want to get him shaved a little bit. He's shaved. Oh, he is. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast Your host, Star. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. green room to wake up. Oh, guess not. Yeah, wake those kids up. They're still not awake. What's going on? There you guys are. Smoking a little too much weed already, are you? Oh, Oh, we're starting. You know why? Because it's the 420 edition. We say Wednesday. Happy almost 420, everybody. That's very exciting. Why? We don't know. Just because... I love weed, and it's all about the honoring of the weed. Put your weed in it. Put your weed in it. We need to pull that one up. We need to pull that funny, funny thing up. That's just always dumb and funny because we're talking about dumb and funny Americans. So that's that. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. It's April 17th for the bestie. Canvas Kid and Silver Sister are here. How's everybody doing? Hope morning? everyone got their taxes in. Oh, yeah. Happy tax season. Yeah. Let's just give the government more money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, way too much damn money. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, no. I got to get my other sound effects. I don't have my shotgun on here. Yeah. Oh, it's over there somewhere. I just got excited and forgot to pull out the iPad for, for the... Uh, Big bang of the of the sound effects. But welcome to Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. I don't even know if that's on or working or. Oh, it is. Oh my gosh! So today we're going to talk about 420. Maybe read some news. Maybe read out of our our form pharmacopia Bible. Whoa, whoa, yeah, this is crazy. They make that little X. When those. Uh, oh yeah, when the pop-ups come it's up. It's kind of like you're like, oh my gosh, where are you Where's Waldo? Exactly. I can't find the damn X because it's blended in. Ah, oh, there you go. Cannabis kids charges. <laughs> Sound effects now. Look out. I told you they're fun. They are. Where's that shotgun? Oh. Shotgun. Yeah. Very bomb. Oh. There we go. Pull that lever action out. <laughs> oh, Stevie Nix is here. Stevie, That's we hope you're feeling better because she went into the hospital. Uh-oh. Yeah. But good thing she has magic. Very good thing she's magic. So you, that's right. You get out of there. You get your butt back on tour. Because kids mm-hmm. want to see you. Get your butt back there. So we're smoking cheese and Bluetooth, which is a uh, cannabis kid. Very excited this morning. He's like a little toy. <laughs> toy store. <laughs> and this little grinder we got for fun, just for a trial, I guess. Um, it makes great keef. If you're, if, yeah, if your weed is keepable. I have a feeling that every three words we're going to have a sound effect. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing it only took them seven years to find that. <laughs> I better put it down. I'm having way too much fun. Yeah, I know. It could be super silly. And we, we might got, need uh, more because I might use them all up during the, I I know. There there are a lot there, but, uh, but not quite. That's only the ones I picked out. There are hundreds more in there. Yeah, hundreds. Um, what is he doing out there? Is the Grim Reaper out there? What's going effect. on? That is a real dog. That's folks. a real dog, and it doesn't sound like a happy dog. 
he's good now. Yeah, he's fine. He's like, whatever, I'm back to my rib bone. Mm-hmm. My pterodactyl rib bone that I've been gnawing on. Anyway, exactly. You're in charge. All right, so we're going to... Here's a story. Of a lovely lady. We're going to tell you the meaning of how uh, April 20th became Weed Day. All right. I like it. I don't have to do sound effects anymore. All right. Okay. Oh, this piece was first published on April 20th, 2010. Oh, I think this is more appropriate. We're going to have... Just all you have to do is grab the little bell, shake it once over there in the corner, you will tear the hell out of everybody because Christmas is coming. (laughs) Not even July yet, Bell. You need to cool it. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. (laughs) It's basically May, which is almost June, which is half the year. It's almost July. We're like in November already. Happy birthday, (laughs) Bell Star. Do you love it? Okay, Warren Haynes, the Allman Brothers Band guitarist, routinely plays with the surviving members of the Grateful Dead, now turning, oh, now touring as The Dead. He's just finished a Dead show in Washington and gets a pop quiz from the Huffington Post. Where does 420 come from? He pauses and thinks, hands on his side. I don't know the real origin. Okay, well, there's a good way to start it out. I don't know the real origin. I know myths and rumors. I'm really confused about the first time I heard it. It was like, a police code for smoking in progress or something like that. Can you imagine? <laughs> Depending on who you ask or their state of inebriation, there are as many varieties of the answers that strains of medical butt in California. It's the number of active chemicals in marijuana. It's tea time in Holland. It's, it's something to do with Hitler's birthday. It's those numbers in that Bob Dylan song, Multiply. The origin of the term 420 celebrated around the world by pot smokers every April 20th has long been obscured around the world by pot smokers every April 20th. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's going on there. There's an ad somewhere. Yep, there's an ad coming on. Where is it? We'll find it. It might be on that page. Yeah. It, oh, here we go. Let's get that off. That might be it. I don't know. Good God. I think you're right. All right, let's try it now. The Huffington Post chased the term back to its roots and was able to find it in a lost patch of cannabis in a point-raised California forest. Just as interesting as its origin, it, it turns out, is how it spread. It starts with the dead. It was Christmas week in Oakland, 1990. Steve Bloom was wandering through the lot, that uh, timeless gathering of hippies that springs up in the park every lot before every Grateful Dead concert when a deadhead handed him a yellow flyer. We're going to meet at 420 on 420 for 420 in Marin County at the Bolinas Ridge Sunspot on Mount Tamalpais, reads the message, which Bloom uh, dug up and forwarded to the Huffington Post. Bloom, then a reporter for High Times Magazine and now the publisher of CelebStoner.com and co-author of Pop Culture, had never heard of 420 E before. Uh, the flyer came complete with a 420 backstory. 420 started somewhere in San Rafael, California in the late 70s. It started as the police code for marijuana smoking in progress. After local heads heard of the police call, they started using the expression 420 when referring to the herb. Let's go 420, dude. Okay. Uh, Bloom reported his find in May 1991 issue of High Times, which the magazine found in, the, in its archives and provided to the Huffington Post. The story, though, was only partially right. It had nothing to do with the police code. So the San Rafael part was dead on. Indeed, a group of five San Rafael high school friends known as the Waldos, by virtue of their chosen hangout spot, a wall outside the school, coined the term in 1971, the Huffington Post spoke with Waldo Steve, Waldo Dave, and Dave's older brother Patrick, and confirmed their full names and identities, which they asked to keep secret for professional reasons. Pot is still, after all, illegal. I think maybe next year we'll just have to have them on the show. The Waldos never envisioned that pot smokers the world over would celebrate each 420 as a result of their foray into the Point Reyes Forest. The day has managed to become something of a national holiday in the face of official condemnation. This year's celebration will be no different. Officials at the University of Colorado at Boulder and University of California Santa Cruz, which both two of the biggest smokeouts, are pushing back. As another April 20 approaches, we are faced with concerns from students. 
parents, alumni, regents, and community members about a repeat of last year's 420 event, wrote Boulder's Chancellor in a letter of students. On April 20th, 2009, we hope that you will choose not to participate in unlawful activity that debases the reputation of your university and degree and will encourage your fellow buffs to act with pride, remember who they really are. But the Cheshire cat is out of the bag. Students and locals locals showed up, uh, will show up around 4, light up at 420 and be gone shortly thereafter. No bands, no speakers, no chants, just a bunch of people getting together and getting stoned. The code often creeps into popular culture in mainstream settings. Nearly all of the clocks in the pawn shops, uh, seeing Pulp Fiction, for instance, are set to 420. In 2003, when the California legislature codified the medical marijuana law voters had approved, the bill was named SB 420. We think it was a staffer working for lead assembly uh, sponsor Mark Lino, but no one has ever fessed up, says, oh, there it is again, says Seth Shear. Here comes those ads. Head of Americans for Safe Access, which lobbied on behalf of the bill. California legislative staffers spoken for the first uh, for this story say that the 420 designation remains a mystery. Um, but that both Leno and the lead senator sponsor, John Vesconcelos, are hip enough that they must have known what it meant. If you are involved with SB 420 and know the story, email me. The code pops up in Craigslist postings when fellow smokers search for 420 friendly roommates. Mm. Uh, it's just a vaguer way of saying, and it kind of makes it kind of cool, says Bloom. Like, you know, you're in the know, but that does show you how it's in the mainstream. Okay, the Waldos do have proof, however, that they used the term in the early 70s in the form of an old 420 flag and numerous letters with 420 references and early 70s postmarks. They also have a story. It goes like this One day, fall of 1971, it was harvest time. The Waldos got word of a Coast Guard service member who could no longer tend his plot of marijuana plants near the Point Reyes Peninsula Coast Guard Station. A treasure map in hand, the Waldos decided to pluck some of his free weed. The Waldos were all athletes and agreed to meet at the uh, statue of Louis Pasteur outside the school at 420 after practice to begin the hunt. We would remind each other in the hallways we were supposed to meet up at 420. It originally started out at 420 Louie, and we eventually dropped the Louie, Waldo Steed tells the Huffington Post. The first forays out were unsuccessful, but the group kept looking for the hidden crop. We'd meet at 420 and get my old 66 Chevy Impala, and of course we'd smoke instantly and smoke all the way out to Point Reyes and smoke the entire time we were out there. We did it week after week. We never actually found the patch, but they did find the useful code word, I could say to one of my friends, I'd go 420, and it was telepathic. He would know uh, if I was saying, hey, do you want to go smoke some, or do you have any, or are you stoned right now? <laughs> it was kind of telepathic just the way you said it. Steve says, our teachers didn't know what we were talking about. Our parents uh, didn't know what we were talking about. It's one thing to identify the origin of the term. Indeed, Wikipedia and Urban uh, Dictionary already include references to the Waldos. The bigger question how did 420 spread from a circle of California stoners across the globe? As fortune would have it, the collapse of San Francisco's hippie utopia in the late 60s set the stage. As speed freaks, thugs, and con artists took over the hate, through, the Grateful Dead picked up and moved on to Marin County Hills, just blocks away from San Rafael High School. Marin country was kind of ground zero for the counterculture, says Steve. Um, the Waldos had more than just a geographic connection to the dead. Mark Waldo's father took care of real estate for the dead. And Waldo, Dave's older brother, Patrick, managed a dead side band and was good friends with bassist Phil Lesh. Patrick tells the Huffington Post that he smoked with uh, Phil on numerous occasions. He couldn't recall if he used the term 420 around him, but he guessed he must have. The dead recalls Waldo Dave Reddick. Quote, had the rehearsal hall on Front Street, San Rafael, California, and they used to practice there. So we used to go hang out and listen to them play and get high while they were practicing for gigs. But I think it's possible my brother Patrick might have spread it through Phil Lesh. And me too, because I was hanging out with Phil and his band at the roadie. And then they were doing a summer tour uh, my brother was managing. Uh, the bands that Patrick managed for Lesh were called Too Loose to Truck and the Sea Stones. And they featured not only Lesh, but rock legend David Crosby and acclaimed uh, guitarist Terry Haggerty. The Waldos also had open access to dead parties and rehearsals. Mm-hmm. 
we'd go with Mark's dad, who was a hip dad from the 60s, says Steve. There was a place called Winterland, and we'd always be backstage running around or on stage. Of course, we're using those phrases when somebody passes the drawing or something. Hey, 420. So it started spreading through that community. Lesh, walking off the stage after a recent Dead concert, confirmed that Patrick is a friend and said he wouldn't be surprised if the Wallows had coined 420. He wasn't sure. He said when the first time he heard it was, I do not remember. I'm very sorry. I wish I could help, he said. <laughs> Wavy Gravy is a hippie icon with his own ice cream flavor and has been hanging out with the dead for decades. HuffPost spotted him outside the concert, asked about the origin of 420. He suggested it began, quote, somewhere in the foggy mist of time. What time is it now, I say to you? Eternity now, quote. As the Grateful Dead toured the globe through the 70s and 80s, playing hundreds of shows, yeah, hundreds a year, the term spread to the dead underground. Once High Times got hit to it, the magazine helped take it global. I started incorporating it into everything we were doing, High Times editor Steve Hager told the Huffington Post. I started doing all these big events, the World Hemp Expo Extravaganza and the Cannabis Cup, and we built everything around 420. The publicity that High Times gave it was what made it an international thing. Until then, it was relatively confined to the Grateful Dead subculture, but we blew it out into international phenomena. Sometime in the early 90s, High Times wisely purchased a website. We posted that flyer, and then we started to see little references to it. It wasn't really much of High Times doing, he said. We weren't really pushing it that hard, just kind of referencing the phrase. The Waldo say <clears throat> that within a few years, the term had spread throughout San Rafael and was cropping up elsewhere in the state. By the early 90s, it had penetrated deep enough that Dave and Steve started hearing people use it in unex- uh, unexpected places, Ohio, Florida, Canada, and spotted it painted on signs and etched in the park benches. In 1997, the Waldos decided to set the record straight and got in touch with High Times. They said, the fact is, there is no 420 police code in California. You guys ever looked it up? Bloom recalled. He had to admit that, no, he had never looked it up. Hager flew out to San Rafael, met the Waldos, examined their evidence, spoke with with others in town, and concluded they were telling the truth. Hager still believes them. No one's ever been able to come up with any use of 420 that predates 1971 usage which they had established. So unless somebody can come up with something that predates them, then I don't think anybody uh, is going to get credit for it other than them. He says, we never made a dime on the thing, says Dave, half boasting, half lamenting. (laughs) Yeah, they'd be quadrillionaires by now. Uh, He does take pride in his role. I still have a lot of friends who tell their friends that they know the one guy that started the 420 thing. So it's kind of like a cult celebrity thing. (laughs) Two years ago, I went to the Cannabis Cup in Amsterdam, High Times blew me out those days. Uh, Dave is now a credit analyst and works for Steve, who owns a specialty lending institution and lost money to the con artist Bernie Madoff. He spends more time today, he says, composing angry letters to the SEC than he does getting high. The other three Waldos have also been successful, she says. One is head of marketing for a Napa Valley winery. Another is in printing and graphics. A third works for a roofing and gutter company. He's like head of their gutter division, uh, says Steve, who keeps in close contact with them all. I've got to run a business. i got to stay sharp, says Steve, explaining why he rarely smokes pot anymore. seems like everybody I know who smokes daily or many times in a day, it seems like there's always something going wrong with their life, professionally or in their relationships or financially or something. It's It's a lot of fun, but it seems like someone does it too much. There's some karmic cost to it. I've never endorsed the use of marijuana, but hey, it worked for me, says Waldo Dave. I'm sure on my headstone it'll say, one of the 420 guys. There you go. Oh, boy. Nope. Yeah. Technology is just not, you know, we got to just limit this stuff. (laughs) All right, we're back. All right, we're back. What's coming up now? Oh, video chat, someone's FaceTiming. Apparently, Silver Sisters FaceTiming us right now. So, um, this something. Tech Guy, are you here? I bet Tech Guy's here. It is 420. It is. He's being silly. And he is being silly because remember, usually what used to happen on our 420 events, we would bring a tray of brownies. And within an hour and a half, we'd be annihilated. And uh, we'd just all be laughing, and eating banana bread, and telling jokes, and freaking out. <laughs> 
<sighs> Good times. Good times. All right. So back on marijuana. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is the 420 edition. So, I mean, like if there's anybody out there that had what their speculation of 420 was, yeah. we'd love to hear from you. Bring it. They're showing I know the ones that we just heard were the common ones, you know, the uh, East Coast. Yeah. Well, but uh, it's, apparently it's not even a real thing. So. Right. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Speculation. Yeah. Uh, what was, you know. How do you know you're a true stoner? When your bong gets washed more than your dishes. <laughs> How'd that go? Where is that? I know, but where is it on the thing? Uh, no, it's not a golf clap. I don't know. Uh, no. Oh, there. Have something good after this. Oh, did you hear about the kid that over- overdosed on weed? <laughs> Neither did I. One of those shows, folks. One of those shows. What is it called? What up? What up? What's it called? What's that thing called? Drum tap. Yeah, but on our thing. You can't even find it anymore. Oh, man. This is just ridiculous. You've got it on there because you did it. So, all right. What do you call one bowl between three donors? Malnutrition. Okay, here we go. What do you call a family that grows marijuana in their backyard? A joint family. Oh, a joint. Yeah. Oh, goodness. That one. That's that's that. Yeah. Is it, that's easy to spell. Butternut. <laughs> yeah, butternut. How do you spell that? Butternut. Butternut. Cheech. Almost cheech. <laughs> I would have called it a joke symbol. Yeah. Oh, okay. What is a stoner's idea of a balanced diet? A joint in each hand. What do you call a stoner's wife? Mississippi. Uh, <laughs> oh, what do you call Harrison Ford when he smokes weed? I'm so high. <laughs> that was good. Why don't you see any potheads in elementary school? Because they're all in high school. What do you call an apple pie getting high in McDonald's? A baked apple pie. Dad, what do you call money that grows on trees? Marijuana. That's right. My dad said money that grows on trees. What do you get when you soak a spliff in vodka? <laughs> the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, because they call alcohol spirits. So you got weed and. All right. Uh, what is the difference between a drunk and a stoner at a stop sign? Okay. Mm. Difference between a drunk and a stoner at a stop sign. The drunk guy runs it and the stoner waits for it to turn green. <laughs> what did the frog say after lighting up? Don't worry. Be happy. Get it? Happy? Happy. Happy. <laughs> what do you get when you eat marijuana? A pot belly. All right. Oh, these I'm, are I'm really happy bad. That people took the time to eat. <laughs> well, and I'm happy that you all are taking the time to listen to our silly show right now. We thank can, you. We can golf clap for it. Tumbleweeds Health Center, thank you very much for sponsoring Studio C. And let's just get some shout-outs. Let's get to our little blog thing over here. Drum roll. To see this. Oh, it popped up. All right. Uh, thank you to Grower's House, 3635 East 34th Street. Nate, happy birthday yesterday. Woo-hoo. No, it's the game winner. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, because yesterday I missed the cover. Happy birthday, Nate. Go see the guys down at Grower's House. You can grow anything. I grew some killer uh, strawberries with 
the soil. I, I use the soil that we get down there and put it everywhere. Put it all, put it in all your plants. Doesn't matter. Just grows great. Um, and they've got lighting systems, lighting systems, lighting, lighting systems. They've got all sorts of lighting systems. They've got great sales, I'm sure, for 420 coming up. Everybody does. Tumbleweeds Health Center is having a sale on certifications. Drum roll, what is it? Drum roll. We're kind of going backwards. Instead of, we're do, doing 240s for 420. How's that? 11 to 3. We'll be setting up early, though, because um, they're going to have huge lines. They open at 9 o'clock in the morning, kids, so get down there at like 8, because the giveaways that they're giving away are going to be worth getting. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got some great specials going on. and um, we're, We can't be at the North one, unfortunately. Maybe next year we'll do two. Um, but they've got uh, Earthling has specials. I'm sure all the dispensaries have all the 420 specials everywhere. So, Make sure your tank of gas is full. You have a designated driver because you're going to want to eat the brownies right when you get to the first stop. And you're like, woo! It's 20 miles an hour in the 60 mile an hour zone in the far right lane. Going, they don't know I'm stoned. Yeah, no, we do. <laughs> Shout out to Canada Health Online Digital Magazine. Don't leave where you are. Just don't. Sit there, blanket, get cozy, cup of coffee, cup of chai, cup of tea, some water, maybe it is the desert. Get some electrolytes in your system. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your online digital magazine. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals. Profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Yeah. It's got great articles in there, everything from CBD and veterans and how to pick a doctor and juicing and recipes and... You can get in touch with the lovely ladies. Just get online and check their editorial page out if you want to talk about their articles. There's really great people over there. Uh, and also, if you want to get your cannabis uh, certification card, if you want marijuana here in the great state of Arizona, um, get all, cruise on over to WeCoast.com and wait for the certification section and it's right there all the conditions and the prices we do house calls if you can't get out um, we have cannabis consultations if you want to privately discuss cannabis with one of our uh, doctors or staff you can do that as well um, but if you have PTSD cancer glaucoma HIV AIDS ALS Crohn's, hepatitis C, uh, agitation of Alzheimer's disease. And in addition, you're eligible if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition or the treatment for chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that produces severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, cachexia, wasting syndrome, seizures, including epilepsy, or severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. Wait for it. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give a call, 520-838-4430. You go to the Groovy New website. I think there's all sorts of stuff that you can push on there, and you'll get to us. If you push the address, I'll talk to the map. If you push the phone number, you can call us right from your computer. 
one. And if you push the email, you get the email. You know what else you get? I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs will be like, ah, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plants illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs. It's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed. The people have agreed. These special interest groups have kept these laws with I do that every time. I sit and rock out to that damn song, and I forget what I'm doing. All right, just because we can. Saturday Night Live, thank you. Come on. Hey, man, help you? Yeah, this is kind of neat. What is it? Oh, it's from New Guinea. It's a ceremonial spirit box. Wow, that's cool. What do you do with it? You put your weed in there. This is neat. Is this from South America? You bet. That's the Yanomano ancestor idol from Brazil. It's carved from deer bone. They only make one every seven years. It's really rare. What do you use it for? You put your weed in here. (laughs) 
How many potheads does it take to change a light bulb? Screw it. We got lighters. <laughs> How do you hide pot from a hippie? He put it in his work boot. <laughs> what do you call a doped up Pikachu? Pokemon. <laughs> All right. What do you call a Disney cartoon where the kids chill and do nothing? Phineas and Herb. What's the difference between politicians and stoners? Politicians don't inhale. They just suck. (laughs) What do you call a stoner that just broke up with his girlfriend? Homeless. (laughs) Uh, Did you hear about the time Mark Paul Gosler got high and had the munchies? He was saved by the Taco Bell. Oh, boo. Oh, here's a good one, except now my computer's going batty, and we're going to have to just read from the pharmacopoeia. Anyone want to hear a story of old days? Days of old? Look at this. It's not letting me do a thing. What happened? Oh, my Lord. All right. Well, we do have good old paperback. I don't know what's going on. Can you still hear everything? Mm-hmm. All right. So this is from 1900. Yeah, hundred. Oh, there we go. Now we're back. But we're going to read this anyway because now you're all curious. What's in the next well, it's our E.M. Lyons edition of U.S. Pharmacopoeia uh, by authority of the United States Pharmacopoeia Convention held at Washington, A.D. 1900. With the official stamp, copyright to the 7691. Cannabis Indica, otherwise known as Indian cannabis. That's right. The dried flowering tops of the plants of cannabis sativa Linnae family Morsay grown in the East Indies and gathered while the fruits are yet undeveloped and carrying the whole of their natural resin. Undeveloped fruits. <clears throat> so they didn't let the buds ripen. Those are the fruits, the buds. They didn't let them ripen. Yet undeveloped. So. <laughs> Um, with those undeveloped buds, um, mm-hmm. where are they in like a, uh, in a certain state of how much uh, it says It says carrying the whole of their natural resin. So they're probably probably close to being done with their pollen and fruits. They must have gotten so big that they are actually fruit, which is what it is. The bud is the fruit, what we call the bud. So if, if it's yet undeveloped, and are carrying the whole of their natural resin. They're carrying them. It's like they're, you know, putting them down at harvest time and carrying them through the fields. They got buds all over with resin everywhere. They're going to go dry and smoke it. (laughs) (laughs) In dark green or more or less brownish compressed masses. Okay. Dark green or brownish, something dishy, compressed mass. Horrible. Yeah, so they're compressing it. Consisting of the densely paniculate branchlets, about five centimeters or more in length, and the inflorescence more or less agglutinated with a resinous exposition. So they're really resinous. So their resin is still all oozy. Commonly, with a few undeveloped digitate leaves of one or more linear lanceolate leaflets, that'd be your family, clothed with numerous sheathing, oh no, that's your family, pointed bracts, each containing two small mature but unfertilized pistolate flowers, the odor is agreeably narcotic. Wow. Mm. Well, the taste, it's the taste, is characteristic. They don't even tell you what character is, but you figure that out. It's just got a lot of character. <laughs> yeah. In the powder, few or no pollen grains or stone cells should be present. Okay. 
and they suggest 65 milligrams or one grain. And yeah, we will go off that. That's 1900. That was at the actual convention. This is your United States pharmacopoeia kids. This is what the whole country said was medicine. Right? Yeah, whole country. And then we moved to the year 1925. Just 20 years later, 25 years later. Let's see when, where, which one this was taken from. Um, this was, okay, this was the authority of the United States Pharmacopoeia Convention held at Washington, D.C., May 11, 1920. So they went from Washington, A.D. 1900. They changed their, their uh, language here even to Washington, D.C. They gave Washington a district. Of 1920. So this is just 20 years later. This is what the group had to say about cannabis. Now this is this this is uh okay where is it? <laughs> Tell a story. Well, you know, I'm just lady. thinking about yeah. how he used it for you know 20 years, even longer than that, because there was people in Europe that been using it for years. So and you know all of the immigrants who have come over and brought their ways of medicine and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and it had been in, so we had been using it up until I, the first mention of cannabis. Uh, I had a little chart. I don't know what I did with that. But the first mention of cannabis in the U.S. pharmacopoeia was, I believe, like the mid-1800s. Mm-hmm. So we've been using it a long time prior. It's in China's uh, pharmacopoeia right. 16. More, and you know when they came over to do the rumbles that was troubling because mm-hmm. they were using it to relieve stress and pain. pain. Holy yeah. hell. They worked seven days a week. Right, exactly. They got shit done. Yeah. <laughs> and who doesn't need a big doobie after getting right. their chores done? Right. Right. Hey, you know next month, you know what next month is? Okay, where is it? Anyone? Silver Sister? It's our sesquicentennial of the United States Railroad being hooked up from the west to the east. It's our 150th year anniversary of our railroad being completed. That's awesome. Isn't it? Where's our shotgun? We need that. Yeah. So there's a huge celebration. Um, There is somewhere out there. Um, Huge celebration. And um, they're having, like, you can see the original spikes that went down in the railroad and yeah, all the pictures of, um, it was in one of our, my QS magazines, and they showed all the pictures of the guys cheering with the champagne up at the top, and the big ones at the bottom with their top hats standing there proud, you know, and all the workers. That's uh, really cool. So, if you dig our country and you're into that kind of crap, uh, check it out. All right, so 20 years later, they already given Washington District, and they're changing names. We're not AD anymore. They're, they're like, we're not that primitive. So, here we go. You want to read some of this? I don't. Okay. <laughs> it's a hard one. I, I was difficult. like, it's a book of pharmacopoeia, and yeah. I am not a great translator of that. Those, some of those words yeah. blow me away. And they're, 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 just get, it, get, right? your, get your chai tea out, smoke a bowl, yeah. and get ready for this. Can it, so, now we've changed from Indian hemp to cannabis, cannabis. Canab, C-A-N-N-A-B. And why? And why? That's a strain? This is, no, these are the the scientific names. So it went from cannabis, Indian hemp, so it was cannabis and then Indian hemp, and now it's cannabis, cannabis, and canab. There's three scientific names for this now. 20 years later. That's how much research they did in a short little time at the beginning of the 1900s. Imagine what they were doing prior to that you know, and how much use it had. So in 20 years, they came up with not just a paragraph, but now they got dogs involved. <laughs> Poor dogs. The trash The Okay. Cannabis consists of the dried flowering tops of the pistillate plants of Cannabis sativa Linnae family Morrissey. They, they, they did continue that from 1900. They brought that over. 
Cannabis in the form of the fluid extract administered by the mouth to dogs <clears throat> in doses not exceeding 0.1 cc for each kilogram of body weight of dog produces a degree of incoordination equivalent to that caused by the same dose of the standard fluid extract of cannabis prepared as directed below. It contains not more than 10% of its fruits, large foliage leaves, uh, stems over three millimeters in diameter, and not more than 2% of other foreign organic matter. It yields not more than 5% of acid insoluble ash. Burning, is that? Description and physical properties. Underground cannabis. In separate tops or more or less agglutinated masses or fragments consisting of the short stems with their leaf-like bracts and pistillate flowers or more or less developed fruits, colored green to dark green or greenish-brown, odor agreeable, somewhat heavy in narcotic, taste somewhat acrid and pungent. So they went on to describe the odors and the characteristics now. They thought that was important to describe. So, you know, kind of like you know, going into a cigar shop and see it real nice. The leaves digitally compound, usually broken, leaflets when entire, linear, lancelate, nearly sessile, margin deeply ferret. Bracts ovate, pubescent, each enclosing one or two pistillate flowers, or more or less developed fruits. The calyx is dark green, pubescent, and somewhat folded around the ovary. Now they're getting wicked scientific. Now they're going like way deep yeah, into uh, plantology. Yeah. Yeah. Plantology, weedology, styles two, filiform and pubescent, ovary with a single campylotropous ovule, stem cylindrical, longitudinally furrowed. The light green to light brown, strigos, pubescent. Structure of the stem, the cortex composed of uh, colon, sema, and in the larger stems of numerous strands of more or less lignified base fiber, strongly lignified wood with medullary rays one cell wide. The pith is often hollow. Uh, rosette aggregates of calcium oxalate are numerous. So you got a hollow, badass stem, what they're saying. A lot in it. A lot of fiber, a lot of good stuff, but hollow. Now, powdered cannabis, here's something else. Powdered cannabis is dark green, epidermis from lower surface of leaves with sinuate vertical walls and numerous oval stomata from upper surface with straight walls and no stomata, non-glandular hairs, numerous unicellulary rigid curves with a very slender pointed apex and in a large base usually containing calcium carbonate masses, glandular hairs of two kinds, one with short one-celled stalk, the other with a long multicellular tongue-shaped stalk, the head being globular and consisting of 8 to 16 cells, fragments of bracts and leaves showing yellowish-brown lacitiferous vessels, numerous rose, uh, rosette aggregates of calcium oxalate, 0.005 to 0.030 millimeters in diameter, and strands of spiral tracheae and phloem. Fragments of fruit with palisade-like non-lignified cells with yellowish-brown finely porous walls, usually containing air, there's that hollow, <clears throat> tissues of embryo and endosperm with numerous oil globules and aleurone grains, the latter from 0.005 to 0.010 millimeters in diameter and displaying crystalloids and globoids. Globoids. Crystalloids and globoids. Dilutic. Hydrochloric acid added to powdered cannabis causes effervescence visible under the microscope. Close it up. Assay. Use adult dogs which weigh less than 15 kilograms and which are susceptible to the action of cannabis. Which dogs are susceptible to the action of cannabis? Yeah, I think they all are. The dogs must not be fed 12 hours before being used and observed. Should be made with uh, observation should be made within one hour after administration. So we knew back then that cannabis takes effect within an hour. That's a good way of saying how long does it take within an hour, usually within an hour. 
The same animal must not be used for testing purposes at shorter intervals than three days. So every three days you've got to swap out your dog. Administer the fluid extract in gelatin capsules by the mouth. Um, and the standard fluid extract of cannabis, prepare a compost, uh, composite fluid extract representing at least 10 different lots of cannabis conforming to the official botanical description and administer this fluid extract in gelatin capsules for dogs by the mouth. The standard fluid extract must be so adjusted that it will produce incoordination in dogs which have been found to be susceptible to the action of cannabis when administered in doses of 0.03 cc for each kilogram of body weight of dogs. Preparation, extractum, cannabis, fluid extractum, cannabis. There you have it. How do you dogs your life? You had pharmacopoeia in 1920. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah, you're welcome. Swap out your dog. Yeah, every three days, so. Swap out your dog. Don't, you know, don't abuse your dog. Don't give it too much meat. Put your meat in it. I don't even know. I don't even Well, what we should say is look at the pretty little hummingbird. Squirrel. All right. Getting near close the show. What do we got going on? So come on down to Tumbleweed's Health Center. At 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Uh, check out the Groove Your website. And now we are uh, in the process of getting our online sales ready. We'll have all our tinctures for sale online and a various few other products that, that we have that you can also get in the shop. Um, absolutely, golf clap for that. You can also call in your phone orders if you want. And uh, we'll get you out your CBD products. Out of state? Anywhere. So good. Mongolia. You know, we're, you know, Japan, Czechoslovakia, then Russia. Russia. <laughs> yeah, Russia needs to be Yeah, just yeah. 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 a little CBD. I'm a little CBD. I'm a little CBD. Get it now. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Four great flavors, four milligram strengths, and for really good prices, which is what we really, really wanted to do for people. Good products, good prices, and groovy new packaging. Important. Yep. So come on down if you want to get certified. Um, you can go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and check out the conditions for certification. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's disease, uh, hepatitis C, agitation of Alzheimer's, chronic pain. Um, if you if you suffer from chronic pain or debilitating disease or a medical condition or just the treatment for, uh, for any of that that causes uh, chronic pain, severe nausea, wasting syndrome, cachexia, seizures, including epilepsy, and severe persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-440. Let's leave with a funny joke. Let's see if we can find one. Uh, where's our program? Where's the, I, these, these computers these days, they fang-dangle me up. All right, let's see. Uh, how do you hide money from a hippie? Put it under the soap. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. Um, how do sharks get high? Wrestling. How do sharks get high? Briefer. Yeah, dude. All right. Thanks, folks, for tuning in to Wednesday, Wednesday. Happy 420. Come see us down at um, Earth Healing on Benson Highway. And uh, come down to Tumbleweed Health Center for some specials. And we've got some giveaways going on. And come see all the groovy stuff. Be safe out there. Get a designated driver if you can't drive high. Right? Right. Uber and Lyft. Yeah, Uber and Lyft, your best friend, your neighbors, your neighbors. And remember, be smart, be safe, and, and educate. Happy 420. Woo, where's that shotgun? That's right.